welcome to the Awesome Inside Out podcast. I'm Sarah Ann Stewart, and I'm here to help you break free from anxiety, frustration, and negative self-talk and say hello to peace, mindfulness, gratitude, and living your best life. Today, I'm inviting you to start your week off with our solo coaching series, which offers one powerful mindset shift designed to help you boost your inner confidence, cultivate self-love, and set you up for an awesome week ahead. Because creating a deeply fulfilling, extraordinary life starts inside of you. So find a quiet place, get in your car, listen during a lunch break, or let's go for a walk. Whatever you do, let's commit to spending this short amount of time at the beginning of each week together so that you too can feel incredible from the inside out. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our sixth weekly mindset shift. My goal of all of these solo episodes, which really are coaching experiences, are to offer you new ways to relate to your health, your well-being, your community, your career, your abundance, just about every area of your life. And so whether you've been listening to these as you get out of bed, drinking your morning coffee, or taking a walk, thank you for making this time and being here dedicated to you and to upgrading your relationship to an empowered way of living. And so if you haven't listened to the first few episodes, I highly recommend going back after this episode and diving into those as well. Each mindset shift lays the foundation for the next and can really help support the understanding of the next mindset shift to come. And so before we dive in, I encourage you to mark your calendars moving forward for every Monday so you can make these 15 minutes part of your routine, a sacred time we spend together to support you through these coaching experiences. And before we begin, I want to say thank you. Thank you for being here, reminding yourself how to fall in love with yourself and your life first from the inside out. And with all of my podcasts, if you enjoy this conversation, the absolute best way you can always support is by sharing it on social media and with the people that you love. And a huge, huge, huge thank you to everyone who has taken the time to leave a review. If you haven't yet, it would mean the world to me if after the podcast, you could pop over and drop a review so that we can continue together to spread this movement worldwide. Also, make sure to stay till the end as I'm going to offer some applicable takeaways and a challenge this week to further integrate this mindset shift into your life. All right, let's get into it. So today we're talking about intuition, specifically those moments where we feel disconnected from our intuition. And I'm going to offer you some new ways to relate to connecting to your highest good so that you can feel empowered moving forward. And so many of us, use meditation, journaling, more meditation, silent walks, nature, breath work to tap into our intuition, to get that voice of reason and to call us forward into action. But I personally have noticed in my life that even with using these tools and other various mindfulness practices, that often I don't always get that answer. These practices don't always lead me to the answer that I'm looking for. And so many times in my life, I did these practices and didn't get that strong pull, right, one way or another regarding a big decision that my mind was telling me that I needed to make in that moment. And so right now, more than ever, for example, there are many different timelines presenting themselves 
for ourselves, for humanity, the country, the planet. And although I'm optimistic, lately I've been having a hard time getting a pulse, getting a pulse of really what next step to take, what direction to take, where to move, where I want to live, what steps to take in my business, what steps to take with my family. And so I've noticed that there's been judgment around that. I've noticed that I judge my heart because it hasn't been signaling me or guiding me in a direction one way or the other. And so I've also recognized that in this space of questioning, a lot of anger has shown up, which has stemmed from a story that I'm stalling, stalling my life away in the midst of a swirling vortex without much clarity or direction. And so right now, more than ever, for example, there are many different timelines presenting themselves for myself, for humanity, for the country, for the planet. And although I'm optimistic, as I always try to be, lately I've been having a hard time getting a pulse on big life decisions. And so for years, if I didn't get a strong hit or a strong pull to take a step in a different direction, I would notice that anger showed up. I would notice that I would judge the fact that my heart didn't feel like it was guiding me. And this stemmed from a story that I'm stalling, stalling my life, stalling my next experience, stalling the the gifts that I've been given on this planet. And so it's felt like I've been recently in this swirling vortex without much clarity or direction. And so in a therapy session recently, I sat down and was sharing this experience. And my therapist shared, well, what would it feel like to change your relationship to waiting? If there is no answer yet, then maybe there is no answer. There may be no decision to be made. And what if you learned to maintain and tolerate stillness? What if you learned to tolerate patience? How can you simply wait until you hear your heart speak. This is the first time that I've ever related to my intuition from this space. And so what I've been learning and what I want to share with this mindset shift is that divine timing can be connected to the moment that we make a decision and we take that courageous step. But it can also reside in the act of waiting. And so today I want to offer you a reframe about getting an impulse to take the next step. And so that inability to clearly see the next step the not knowing, the not getting a gut feeling, or the hell yes that we often feel does not mean that your intuition has failed you. It does not mean that you're living in a fear or unaware of what to do next. In fact, doing something can be the act of doing nothing. And doing nothing doesn't mean that you don't trust yourself. It doesn't mean that the answer is no. It doesn't mean that you don't have courage. In reality, there is no wrong decision. Instead, maybe there is a decision that you simply don't need to make yet. And so I share this today because like me, maybe you're lacking clarity on what to do next, where to go, or what your next move is. And so if you're feeling these things, simply check in and ask yourself, why might I be uncomfortable with being patient or waiting? Can waiting actually be an act of self-love? Can this time be dedicated to getting curious? and really inquiring about what to do next 
without actually taking a step. And so waiting is also about detaching and trusting and being present to receiving the gifts of the universe, not necessarily in the timing that we desire. It's really about surrendering and being open to receive all the lessons that will arise in the waiting. And so that's the first step of this intuition mindset. And on the flip side, I want to share with you that on the other side of this, how we can ignore our intuition and we can often bypass the very steps that we know deep down we should be taking. And so I also want to encourage you on the other side of this to allow this week to be an opportunity to shine a light and a lens to notice if you are bypassing. And so what do I mean by this? Well, meditation and mindfulness have been the cornerstone of my coaching practice for years. And yet I feel they need to come with a disclaimer. So we often reach for meditation or spiritual tools to ignore the deeper work that needs to be done because we've been told that spiritual tools are the gold standard for healing. And so we stop there. Yes, it's important to look within, come to our answers and trust what we hear. But it's also important for me to emphasize the most crucial step, which is to take action based on this internal knowing. If your intuition is singing loudly, it means it's time to make that change. And so I, for many years, was the queen of subscribing to. The universe will take care of it. Or meditation for an hour will magically solve my problems. Or sage will fix everything. But when my life didn't change, I had to hold up a different lens to my practice. And from my experience, I found that sometimes the most effective thing you can do is stop meditating and walk into the doctor's office and get that test. We can have the really hard, what do we really want conversation with our partner. We can take that step to sign up for that training that will upgrade our careers. And so often the scariest part of life is realizing that not all of the answers are just inside of us. The answer is actually in the doing. And often in the doing, we recognize a powerful piece of this puzzle. That unless we've completely cleared our fears and emotional blocks, our intuition may not come through full force with that solid answer. It may not actually push us into the doing. And that doesn't mean that you can't trust yourself or you don't trust yourself. And it especially doesn't mean that the answer is don't jump. Often we must muster up the courage, the yes, even when we still feel unsure. We must jump without the green light from our higher knowing. And I often believe that it's the subconscious wound that is creating the fear that is almost blocking the intuition from telling us to jump. And I believe that if taking that leap means overcoming that fear and moving through that wound, then we absolutely should jump because the only way to face a fear is head on. And as the famous quote says, leap and the net will appear. But this requires trust that whatever happens, which we deem right or wrong, good or bad, that the outcome is for our highest good. And so from my personal experience, jumping and surrendering to the unknown continues to result in finding strength and courage where I didn't know it existed. And so sometimes that means jumping 
even if we aren't all in, or taking a step to see where that step takes us. And so I strongly believe that even the first step moves and shifts the universe to accommodate our desires. And as we discussed before, sometimes the best thing to do is not to jump or to simply pause and take a moment to wait, as we talked about earlier. But in short and simply put, the mindset shift that I want to share with you this week is that your intuition may not come through full force, or you might not get a strong pull one way or another. And it doesn't mean anything is wrong or you're broken or you aren't connected to your higher self. It could be a sign to wait, pause, and be patient. It could also be a sign that it is time to courageously jump. Neither is right or wrong, but it's about letting go of the self-inflicted judgment on yourself that you are delaying time or making the wrong decision when stepping in a new direction. And so this week, I encourage you to get curious and notice when you may be criticizing yourself or not having full clarity when it comes to making life-altering decisions. And then become aware of how you can use this time and awareness to serve your best self. What would happen if you took some time to pause, be in the discomfort, and rest in the waiting? And what would happen if you just decided without hesitation to jump and see where you land? So this is about getting out of the middle. This is about choosing one or the other and getting curious and inquiring about what step you desire to take to move your life forward. And so lastly, I want to offer you this third perspective on intuition. This will help you and support you in deciding what step to take this week. So think about every conversation you have, including acquaintances, people who follow you or pay attention to you online, the books you read. Think about every energetic transaction. And so when you read or listen to someone else's words or even interpret their body language, you literally invite them into your consciousness. And so the question to ask yourself is, Do I want this person's thoughts, emotions, and beliefs intertangling with mine? When you connect to your truth, sometimes the answer will be, hell yes. Sometimes it will be, hmm, maybe. And sometimes it will be absolutely not. The point I'm making here is that we often get further and further away from knowing if we want them in our consciousness, if we don't create space from those in our life. And so everyone in our life, from our doctors to our favorite blogger, to our real estate agent, to the bartender at our favorite bar, to our Uber drivers, to maybe our nutritionist or yoga instructors or teachers or colleagues, everyone in our life can impact us, all of them. And so the first step is to notice how and to what extent even the most random people influence our behaviors, our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, because this indirectly impacts our relationship to our intuition. It impacts our decision-making and it impacts the choices that we make. And so I'll give you an example. Maybe your hairdresser is telling you about how bad she feels in her body and you walk out of the salon with this beautiful new haircut, but you feel completely drained and maybe even bad about your own body. And you start to question what just happened. And so this is an example of how someone unintentionally, probably not meaning to, directly impacts us. 
And so the step back to our intuition, as I mentioned before, is always going back to those mindfulness practices. It's always going back and finding our way to our inner solitude, our knowing, our truth. And this finding and discovery of our intuition requires space. It does require getting out into nature, finding a quiet place in our home, and getting to a place where we can access the space between our thoughts so we can connect to our intuition. And so, as I mentioned in the beginning, there is nothing wrong with these mindfulness practices. These are important and they do connect us to our intuition. But our intuition might be telling us to pause and wait or to jump. And what's so powerful is then after going into these mindfulness practices, we can go back into the world after discerning for ourselves what is best for us. And so I personally have noticed that space is the greatest gift I can give myself right now. And I want to encourage you to make some space for yourself this week. And so if you do only one thing for yourself this week, create the space to notice if your intuition is speaking to you and if there is calling and what that calling is and what the next step is to take. Notice if your intuition is courageously telling you to jump even though you aren't a hell yes or if your intuition is telling you to be patient, to settle into your experience and to trust what's coming or Your intuition may be actually giving you a very, very strong pull and you might know exactly what step you need to take that is in alignment with your highest good. And so if you loved this episode, you're also going to love my episode, How to Live in Flow Even When Presented with Challenges with Jackie Kinecho. And before you go, maybe you're struggling to tune out others' opinions and honor your inner guidance. Maybe you need a community that supports you on this journey. If any of this resonates with you, I invite you to join the awesome Inside Out Facebook group. It's a private, safe space filled with beautiful hearts coming together to encourage and uplift one another. And for everyone who is already part of this group, thank you so much for helping us build such a beautiful community together. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of this movement. Thank you for showing up for you. This work is so, so important, and I'm so grateful and honored that I get to share this space with you. If you have questions, if you have topics you want me to cover on the podcast, if you have wins, I would love to celebrate you. So please connect with me on the gram at Sarah Ann Stewart. And until next time, I'm sending you a massive virtual hug, so much love, and I trust you will have a beautiful, incredible week disconnecting from the world, reconnecting with your intuition and trusting the next steps ahead. All right, that concludes this podcast. It is my honor to always share with you, but hang tight because I have one last thought. You are here right now because you are ready. Because while many of us share the feeling of wanting more, not everyone is willing to do what it takes to get it. But you are here, you are ready. So this is your opportunity now to take what you just learned and implement it. Make a pact with yourself to put just one thing into action. Just one. Write it down, do it, and share it with me. And if you benefit from it, it would mean the world to me if you could please spread this movement and share it with one person who you know would also benefit. We are all in this together. So thank you for being here and part of this movement.